You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The way you've changed from baby number one to baby number four, it's been amazing. Oh, well, thanks, babe. I feel like that's a setup, though, because, you know, how you do sometimes. Just accept it, baby. Just accept it. I'll take it. it. I'll take it. Thank you. And I feel like it's safe to say that you've made very fair adjustments from pregnancy one to pregnancy four. And those are appreciated. Deadass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Dead ass starts right now. All right, karaoke time. Deval's been trying to take over karaoke, y'all, and I know that y- y'all miss hearing me and my terrible singing. <laughs> so I said, you know what, Deval, today 
I got karaoke. I gave it up, so I let you, let you do karaoke. You know, I'm starting ahead. to get a little nasal because, you know, with the blood flow and the baby <laughs> and stuff like that, I'm starting to sound a little like, you know, you be blaming, okay. You be blaming my baby in there for a lot of stuff. Let me tell you, okay? Breathing's getting harder, but, you know, can't you see what I've been going through? Oh, wow. You took I it back. I want to be with you. But ain't you Jamaican? On, ain't you Jamaican? Oh, I was giving Mary's verse. Mary's Baby, version. Baby, wanna be with me? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Changes I've been going through. Cause I wanna be with you, baby. Don't you wanna be with me? I love how us Jamaicans love <laughs> Y'all take to drop a reggae beat on every song. I mean, it could be R&B. It could be Celine Dion. That shit slap though. It does. It does slap. That's so shout out to Mary and whoever re- remixed that song to a reggae beat. That was a great time. But we talking changes, music. y'all. Changes. Changes I've been going through, cause I wanna be with you. That's a great song. It is, and I appreciate the changes, baby. Baby, let's baby. talk about these changes now. Story time. Story time. I got a story time. I didn't even tell Kay what story I'm gonna tell. It's funny, yeah, because I'm looking and I'm just like, hmm, I wonder what you're gonna come up with because you told some other funny ones related to. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my changes. So, this story in particular has everything to do with picture taking. Okay. Okay. Y'all know I love my wife. She's very beautiful. Y'all know I know all her angles, right? So we taking pictures, and I'm like down here doing my thing. Snap, snap, sniggity, snap, snap. She's looking at the picture. She's like, no, <laughs> no. So I'm like, why? why? Why you keep saying no? She's like, just take it again. Take it again. She keep moving her arm around, moving in the front, moving in the back, moving across her face. So I'm like, clean. what the hell is wrong with you, right? I was trying to give what it was supposed to give. <laughs> Hold on. I said, what is wrong with you? She's like, I don't like none of them pictures. I'm like, why? Your face looks flawless. She goes, look at my underarms. <laughs> she raises her underarms and she got like two testicles <sighs> Under each underarm, See, Yeah, right? <laughs> my underarms look like ball sacks, y'all. I would show y'all if I had on a decent, decent bra. And we come to find out that when you start to lactate, <laughs> your glands get swollen yes. underneath the arms. We have lymph nodes and milk ducts that are under the armpit. So for some women, when their milk supply comes in, in addition to milk, you get very swollen, very painful armpits. So the funny thing is, when what made me laugh was when I go, Knee, what's the matter? She goes, look at my underarm, Tavel. Look at my underarm. It looks like a vagina. It does. It looks like a vagina, Tavel. And she's screaming. And, I have, I, and I, I'm trying to be serious, and I'm trying to comfort her, but I have... No other instinct but to laugh. Because you know I was telling the truth. Because it it's didn't like, look like, like a vagina. And literally, it was like one of my armpits like had a fold in it where it looked literally like a vagina. And then the other one looked like a baby ball sack. You look like testicles. So, so yeah. she, she was just like, I got genital pits. I got genital. <laughs> I'm like, who calls their armpits genital pits? Then she refused to take any pictures and just walked away. Yeah, because even when my arms are down, it's like yeah. you can still see the protrusion. Very self-conscious about my armpits, y'all. Hence why I'm wearing sweatshirts all season and it's oh hot my outside. God. If y'all Somebody knew. turn the air up, too. I know Mimi turned. She Mimi got the thermostat on Jamaica. <laughs> Sis, if y'all put the air the stuff back down. Pregnant women go through with their bodies and the changes, you would laugh. 
It ain't for the weak at heart. No, it's not. All right, so back to story time. That's one of the many things that we're talking about today is the changes that we go through as women and I feel like as men because you yeah. guys have some changes that happen simultaneously as we go through the pregnancy changes process. Changes like what? I mean, just changes in having not to adjust. Changes, no, not physical, but, but just changes in sometimes how you have to adjust how you even handle us with care because that's a very, very important thing, I feel like. Absolutely. So in the very top of the show, you said that you know I've changed a lot from pregnancy one to four and I feel like you have as well too. I think for me, when I think about your how you've changed is your level of understanding, your level of like foreseeing things before they happen because you kind of know what it is. It's the fourth quarter. Um, which I appreciate. It's the final one. The final one, y'all. You know? No overtime. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. No overtime. <laughs> no overtime? No overtime. Can I say that to each? To, no overtime. I got it. I got it. I'm done too. I'm done. All right. Just make it sure. I'm going to sink this jumper and go out like a champ. Right. There's like Jordan. No more ball sacks to be had over here. No. Whether it be my armpit, armpits or my uterus. So yeah, let me t- <laughs> that's it. That's it. Let me tell you, I, when, when, um, this is just a moment of transparency. When we first got together, right? And as a young man, you think about, you know, her body, how it's going to change through pregnancy. You know, when I first met you, I was just like, man, her body is just perfect. It's amazing. I wonder what the changes are going to be, you know, from having a child. And you hear certain things from certain people that like, oh, a woman gets better after pregnancy. Her hips spread. You know, she gains a little weight. Like, it's good. You know what I'm saying? And some people are like, oh, my wife or my girl never bounced back. She gained 70, 80 pounds, and then she just, you know, stayed that way. So my thought process was always, how could I get you mentally to feel comfortable going through the changes your body's going to go through. You know what I'm saying? Because I can only imagine having to gain weight, because you have no choice but to gain weight, and then having to lose it. Only to gain weight again with another baby, just to lose it again, then to gain weight again. So um, for me, it was just about, like, what's the best way I can help Kadeen? And we, we talked about some of the ways to help you through the changes is physical activity. And when we say physical activity, people think go to the gym. And no, the average person in America doesn't even walk 20 minutes a day. So as a pregnant woman, if you just walk 20 minutes every single day, you put yourself in better physical shape and the baby in shape. And also you put yourself in better mental shape. Yeah, that's one thing I, I didn't I didn't know that. I thought at first you were just <laughs> trying to get on me because they be trying to get on me. Exercise physiology, kinesiology. I did study. <laughs> I did study. Figuratively you know. and literally, he's always trying to get on me. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, that was something that I know I, I needed because I always feel better anyway when I move, you mm-hmm. know. However, I'm at the point now where it's towards the end of the pregnancy, third trimester. Yeah. So walking in general is just starting to get harder for me. And I don't know if it's because my body kind of knows, you know, it has a little bit of a, a memory about what has mm-hmm. happened before. All right, I think we should take a quick break. We'll be back. We'll be back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, so we're back. Let's walk people through the changes so that they know. For example, this is just one example that I remember. Mm -hmm. I was better equipped with Cairo and Kaz because we went through with Jackson. Mm -hmm. Your groin area mm -hmm. and your hips got real tight and mm -hmm. sore. Mm -hmm. And at the time, we didn't know what it was what it was from. Mm -hmm. So we were just, oh, she's just waddling. She's just pregnant. That's what pregnant right. women do. That pregnant do. waddle is a they, thing. Yeah, you know, they waddle. It's so for real. we didn't do much exercising in preparation for that. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to Cairo and Kaz, when I start to study more about different types of labor and uh, lower back labor and, and uh, babies being breached and stuff like that, 
we learned about inversions mm-hmm. and learning how doing different stretches and holding a pregnant woman upside down yes. can ultimately relieve her of that pressure so she doesn't waddle as much and doesn't have that feeling like she's gonna the baby's going to drop right. out. Shout out to my midwife, uh, Takia. Yes, yes. <laughs> because she was the one who really introduced us to those inversions. And those mm-hmm. are things that we had to, of course, do very safely because, mm-hmm. you know, it required Deval to literally like hold him, hold me on my, his feet, yeah, my, my entire down. body weight upside down. So fellas, don't, Skip leg day. Don't, if y'all you can't. were ever debating about it, don't do it. So that mm-hmm. way you will be able to assist your significant other or the mother of your child to make sure that she can then do these little exercises mm-hmm. to be careful to do it safely. Yep. I told my sister to do inversions. Remember, she was um, yep. at Doing high risk at one point and we did inversions and exactly. it got her all the way through full term. And what we've come to find out too, for example, we just had a friend recently that gave birth um, mm-hmm. and ended up having to have a C-section but was in labor for three days. Come to find out the baby's chin was like, Awkwardly pressed up against pressed her pelvis, up against her, like her pelvic her bone, her pubic burn, or something. And her cervix, yeah, yeah. her cervix. cervix, yeah. So um, my midwife was just like, "Man, in that case, mm-hmm. it would be she probably would have been a prime candidate to maybe Do invert the baby yeah. or invert herself to then slide the baby a little bit out of the pelvis area mm-hmm. so she can readjust to be delivered properly. naturally." So there's like so many things that you don't even really take into account, and mm-hmm. sometimes you just being in that situation, being in the hospital, mm-hmm. if it's a first baby, you really just lean on. Of course, the advice of medical professionals and stuff. But there's some ways that we've learned over the course of these three pregnancies or fourth now um, to just kind of alleviate some of those things that would probably have me a lot more miserable on a day to day basis. Well, that was that was the major change for me from your body. But what was like some of the minor changes that you didn't expect other Mm -hmm. than, the you know, of course, the the lactating in your your this time around? Or just for any of them that like we can tell the listeners, like, look Mm -hmm. out for this or if this Mm -hmm. happens. Well, I mean, there's some common ones. I feel like um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's the emotional changes, of course, mm-hmm. that happen, particularly in the first trimester. When you think about it, there's, you know, feeling the, the excitement and the positivity and, and mm-hmm. you know, you're happy, your joy full, you're feeling, you know, excited. And then you also have those where you're just maybe some people are in disbelief. Some people are anxious, mm-hmm. worried, you know, the tearfulness. It really depends on, I think, where you are in your life. Was this something that was planned? Was it not planned? You know, have you been trying for a long time? Have you not? So for me, I think I had to deal with in the very beginning, particularly this last pregnancy, is dealing with the, the idea and the feeling of being excited and happy, but also to like, oh, I know what's coming with morning sickness and feeling super, super upset that I was putting myself through this again in a Mm way that's why I had said on a previous podcast this season that you know being able to kind of exist in that dual space of being excited but also still feeling like I want to bitch and moan about my Mm -hmm. position right now I feel like it should be accepted and it should be welcomed because Mm -hmm. it is a thing where you're going to have days where you feel great and days where you don't you know so that's one of the biggest changes that I think happens particularly early through each pregnancy is the emotional Mm -hmm. roller coaster that you're on and then not to mention you know the physical things you know the vomiting the nausea the, the weight gain that moment when you feel like okay I'm pregnant other people may not mm-hmm. know I'm pregnant, but I just have this like bloated feeling where mm-hmm. it doesn't quite look like a baby yet. Mm-hmm. And my stomach isn't shaped like a bump, but mm-hmm. there's definitely something going on there. And it's been going on for the past 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. also something that mentally sometimes you're just like, damn, like, you know, let me at least get a little bump so people can know yeah, <laughs> I'm pregnant. pregnant. Right, right, and I didn't right. just gain a bunch of weight right. because people also are very insensitive as well, too. It's like you post a picture and you have a little, you know, a little food baby or something and they feel like oh my god she's pregnant and you get all the pregnancy speculations in your comments or something like that you know um, um, yeah I mean people, people they start definitely to clock do the uterus, that to women, you know? to women. And, especially um, when we've talked about pregnancy so much like we have to be fair to 
some of the people who support us. Mm-hmm. I've talked so much about wanting a child mm-hmm. that they've almost... Or wanting another. Or wanting another, <laughs> yeah. wanting another child that they're always just expecting to, for an announcement. So they're like looking for it. You know what I'm saying? They're like, mm-hmm. let me see if... And plus, you're always in shape. So it's like if you're always in shape and then they see you and you look a little out of shape, they're wondering. Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, kind of exci- excited for us. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think people do need to realize the, uh, the emotional distress it can cause a woman if right. they're not pregnant. Right, they're or not pregnant. Or if they're early in the pregnancy mm-hmm. and hoping that everything makes it so they can get to the second trimester. Right, right. But in particular, I was talking about the physical changes you as a woman have had to deal with that. Because there's a lot of times I, I catch you looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and you just be naked. <laughs> and, and then I'm just looking at you. And I, and I okay, you, creep mode. I hear you be you watching go, me? Yeah, I do be watching. Uh-huh. All the time. I, I hear you go... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what's the matter? And he's just like, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm like, just tell me what's the matter. You'd be like, my nipple's dark. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then you'd be like, look, it got, it got little bumps on. It's like Braille. Like, my nipples is like Braille. Like, talk about some of the, the changes in your body uh-huh. that women can see, but they they go back to normal. Right. Okay. You know what so I'm saying? That's so, one because thing, I know yes. women get afraid. Like, right. my body's never going to be right. like it was. Right. Well, that's so, the one thing. The areola and yes. the nipple area, they do get very dark and they get bigger. So, what mm. I've heard is that that particular area darkens because babies who are newborns they mm-hmm. only see in black and white in the very very Did they beginning. ask the newborns what they see i know you were gonna say that <laughs> so these like, doctors be out here lying <laughs> we polled a thousand newborns and here's what they had to say i need to see dark brown nipples you, if the nipples ain't dark brown i don't know where to eat you know what i'm saying doc tell my mom to get her nipples darker that's it exactly <laughs> and then you just wonder like for people who are of fairer complexion do they get that dark i don't know i've never asked a bunch of women hey can you show me like your right. your Right. You're nursing titties. But um, with <laughs> with me, I know they get particularly darker. And then I was happy to see that they actually do return. You know, yes. the gentlemen, uh, the nipples will be back to how you remember. <laughs> they'll them. be back. Just know and that. they'll be tougher than ever. Let me tell you, after, <laughs> after having kids, sucking on them and, and pumping and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, your nipples develop a du- durability that you never thought they'd you have You get durable nipples during pregnancy. You <laughs> exactly. see, you get better with time, ladies. There you go. Durable nipples. And it's funny, too. Because even like the sensation of it, sometimes like you'll come over and you'll be wanting to like just like brush up on them. Where typically I might like that, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Devout, don't touch me." Change. Don't that's, touch that's, me. That's a very important don't change. Don't touch me. Her nipples so, used to be a very erotic place for her, but after the babies, yeah, they weren't. And even during pregnancy, during pregnancy, they yeah. they are not that spot. But <laughs> after about two years, yeah, because once you know, Kaz got a little older, then it was just like you. That's, that's when you start to come out and go, I like when you rub my titties. And I'm like, well, for the past three years, you've been <laughs> right. telling me leave the motherfuckers it's alone. Almost, so it's one of those like you know that the red light green light game that you play uh, as yeah. kids when yeah. you're just like running and you stop running and stop. I can imagine how confused he is sometimes because I just it depends on the day. It really just depends on the day. No, but this is why these conversations are important, right? Because a lot of dudes be like, yo, my girl's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, she's not crazy. Your girl is pregnant. Like, and, and I ain't gonna lie. After the, with Jackson, I had no clue. Mm-hmm. So I was just like that. I was just like, I don't know what's wrong with Kadeem. She owns something. I think she's working too much. And you, we also have the whole thing with my parents. Both of them worked. My mom worked the full time while she was pregnant. And your mom worked full time when mm-hmm. you were pregnant. So in this day and age... Like, for example, you used to say to me all the time, well, I had to do this, I had to do that. And my response used to be like, well, my mom worked a full-time job and had two kids and still did everything. And you don't realize as a young man how insensitive that can be as a woman's going through changes. You know Absolutely, that's so, still that's still annoying. But we didn't we didn't know. Yeah, I can't expect I, us to know. I was like, I don't care what your mother did. I don't care what my mother did. This is what I'm going through your right mother now. Did it too. How about that? But they did do it. Shout out to our moms that yes. birthed us all naturally. 
breastfed us all. <laughs> I know. And was going to work. Yes. That it was part. Like, that part. Um, but there's other changes. I mean, of course, stretch marks are a big thing. You know, people will sometimes see on Instagram and I'll post, you know, a video or whatever. And they're mm. like, what does Kadeen do to keep her stomach, you know, st- stretch mark free? I-, I do have stretch marks, actually. Um, it's just the position of where they are. And then Deval will always, you know, I'll hand him the cocoa butter or the shea butter. I'll get some of the raw stuff. Yes. Um, I rub that Vitamin belly. E oil. And just, I, I like to keep belly. my stomach um, just really massaged and stuff because as you get bigger too and the skin stretches you start to get a little itchy yeah. and those are areas that you know might be prone to stretch marks and I've heard some of it is genetic too because my mom bless her heart has not <sighs> one stretch mark after three children not one well I mean stretch marks are genetic because you see so, you see women who just gains weight and get stretch marks stretch exactly marks. I had stretch marks on my hips and my butt yeah you know, stretch marks so. that's what happened when you got some cake I take pride in knowing that she doesn't want to have stretch marks so rubbing the belly and always mm-hmm. making sure it's lifted. Like, that's part of what I feel like is part of my job. I'll ask her, like, when's the last time you moisturized? When's the last time you rubbed your belly? Do you need a rub down? I, I do that. Mm-hmm. In part because, one, I know while she goes through the changes, she still needs me to be present. But number two, it's like if you admire your woman's body and you admire it, admire it looking a certain way, I think it's responsible for you to take ownership of how you're going to help her Stay that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell Kay all the time that I feel like it's my responsibility just as much as I'm on myself about looking good. If I want to keep a six pack and look good and I want my wife to look good, I have to be just as responsible with being on her about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not enough to just be like, well, that's her responsibility. Let her do it. Let's do it together. No, the support you know, is it's definitely. It's a partnership. You know what I'm saying? The support is definitely uh, welcomed and. Sometimes it's it's annoying, Deval. It's a lot of times it's annoying. I get Deval it. Deval be on my case, y'all. But do I care? But he cares. But do I care? I do care. You do care. And and you do, do I care. do I care if it's annoying? No. No. Here's <laughs> no. another either. thing, gentlemen. That that young person in there, you have just as much right to that young person in there as she does. And if you know something is better for her and it's going to help her, put your foot down and stick to your guns and make sure she gets it done. When we were, before she was pregnant, when it came to training, I'd be like, yo, we need to go work out. You need to hit them squats, the deadlifts, them sprints, this, this, and that. But now it's not about uh, aesthetics. Mm-hmm. It's about being healthy. So I'm like, Kadeen, did you get on the bike today for 20 minutes? Did you walk? And she'll get an attitude, and my face will not change. And I'd be like, you can be mad all you want, mm-hmm. but that's our child. And if we're both supposed to be responsible, I have to hold you accountable for what you need to do. For that child in there. So it's okay for you to put your foot down. Of course, do it with care and love. Mm-hmm. But it, as her body goes through changes, make it a part of your life to be like, yo, if my wife didn't walk, we're going to walk together. Right. We're going to go outside. There's been, know, many, yeah, there's been many a time, too, where I'm just like, man, it's like, oh, I just don't, so don't want to walk on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm used to like doing sprints on a treadmill. Those are more fun for me. So he'll be like, let's go outside. The sun's going down. Let's go let's outside go. and walk. Or the kids will be outside sprinting. And they're like, mom, let's go. And they, uh-huh. it's literally a family thing. So it's more fun when it, when it happens in Absolutely. that circumstance. But I do appreciate you saying, and I, and I think it's very true, that you do have every right to be concerned about how... I am carrying your child and and showing that support is definitely something where I don't feel like I'm being badgered, but I do feel like it's, it's a concern that's warranted. And you know why? Even on the get back too, after I have this baby too. I'm going to be on you then too. Because, because if you say that's what you want, if that's what you want, I'm going to be on you about you you said you want this, I'm going to help you get this. But the most important thing for me with keeping Kadeen active was labor. 
because the changes in a woman's body through pregnancy lets you know labor is getting more near. Mm -hmm. The closer we got to the end, Kadeen's hips started to get a little bit more loose because the hips get lubricated as they're ready for labor. So as she's walking, she's feeling a little bit more soreness. And mm -hmm. it, it happens in all the joints. So you have to be cognizant as, as a father to say, this is what my wife is going through. I know her body. I know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to be prepared when you when you stretch her out. Not only do we do the inversions, but we do manual stretches. I can feel like, okay, she's a little bit more flexible this week. That means that body is really getting ready to open up for that baby to come out. And I want the labor to go as smoothly as possible because the yes. black maternal mortality rate in this country is higher three to one than any other race. I think it's mm -hmm. higher three to yeah. one than any other race. And we're only 15 percent of the population, which means right. black women die at a higher rate. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that um, has to do one with, with poor health care, mm -hmm. you know, poor health care in this country for black Americans. Yeah. Uh, accessibility, thereof. but also what we eat mm -hmm. and how active we are. Right. And I was thinking about even you just know? things that you're predisposed to just based yes. on genetics and things like that. So me knowing that high blood pressure, diabetes, mm -hmm. hypertension, like all these things run in my family, you mm -hmm. know, so how can I even just outside of pregnancy try to negate some of those things ahead of time? Right. Um, because normally during pregnancy is when you'll see if you have any underlying issues, right, right, right. they'll start to kind of rear their ugly head. Like this morning, up. I just did a my glucose test, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you have to fast and then you drink this not so nice solution. <laughs> you wait for an hour, then they draw your blood and then you get the result back to let you know how yeah. your sugar levels are. But most women find out at that point they could be pre-diabetic. Pre mm -hmm. They could could um, have an onset of diabetes in the future or something mm -hmm. that's kind of active in the body that, that hasn't shown up yet. Right. So that being said, I think it's just of, of importance to always make sure that as your body's going through these changes, you try to keep up with it. Because again, labor too in itself is actually that. It's labor. Like your body's going yes. through it's work. work. It's work. And yes. um, I had a moment the other day with Deval where I was just like, oh my God, like I, <laughs> this baby... I have moments, actually several moments like this. I don't tell them about everyone, but I do have moments where I'm just like, okay, great. Yeah, I'm pregnant. And then I'm just like, wow, I look at my stomach and I feel this little person moving around. Like, and this particular baby is like super, super active. Super my, active. my nickname for him is Kung Fu Panda. Cause he's in there like all day, every day, just moving he gonna come and already aggressively, then. like moving like really, really strong. So I just thought about it and I'm like, bro, there's no other way for you to get out of here than Only like, one way. like like there and I'm just like then I start to get flashbacks of like labor pain and all that and I'm like oh god I have to be ready for it so I think the more active I stay the shorter mm -hmm. my labors have been Absolutely. historically over time so I'm anticipating that he might just push the eject button by himself and be like hey guys I'm here I mean, they say they and say by the time goes. you get to your third, fourth child, it's easier and easier and easier, especially yes. since your body's used to it. So we're praying for it. that. So and we're praying, praying for a smooth home birth too. Definitely praying no for that. No complications. But um, I just textbook. I want to I just want to continue to punch how important it is for spouses to be there with their their wives going through it. Mm -hmm. Like as these changes happen, all the emotional changes, it's going to be aggravating. Like don't. Don't expect everything to be smooth sailing. We're like we're not telling you these things. Like I say, Kay, let's go work out, and she's just like, yeah, you know what, honey, we're gonna work out together. She'd be like, <sighs> here he go again. It'd be, it be arguments. Yeah, it'd be debates. Yep. It'd be tears. Tell me when's the last time you were pregnant, Deval? Right. When's the last time All you that. had a body growing? When's the last time you made some bones? And I just look. I look at her like this, and I'm like. So you're going to get your sneakers? Because what I'm not going to do is just argue. I'm just going to let her know what needs to be done. And that's okay. And the fact that y'all argue and stuff while pregnant, that's okay too because that's going to happen. So, mm -hmm. you know, I yeah. feel like people just need to understand like... 
The pregnancy thing is not going to be easy. With all the changes, it's a different level of adversity. And as long as you vocalize what you need from each other and continue to work together, this baby is going to come, come quickly, come safely. Agreed. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff, you know. Good stuff. No, no, you keep forgetting the oh, pound. I'm sorry. You keep forgetting That's something the else that we experience when you talk about changes. <sighs> Let me tell you, I forget our handshake all the time, but changes, baby brain is a real thing. So if somebody tells you they forget when they're around Could they like to blame second, the baby third trimester, it, there's a such thing as baby brain and it oh. takes a while to get back. And I think oh, it must be like a kid brain thing too, because as you have more kids, you just tend to forget more shit. Or is that you have more shit on your plate, so you just keep forgetting You don't forget to buy all, all the stuff the that you want. No, never forget that. Are you coming from my neck? No, never forget that. He's coming for my neck. Random amnesia. He's coming for my neck. Baby brain is called random amnesia. He's coming for my neck, y'all. You know what? Let me let this guy take a break real quick because he's about to set me off. You don't want to do that. All right? Let's go take a break. Speaking of spending money, let's go get these ads in. Yes, please. Ads. All that part. All that stuff. And then we'll be back. We'll listen to letters. (laughs) All right, ladies. Let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this, Nier, yes, Nier, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back for Kadeen's favorite part of the show. I think they know that by now. Yes, they do. I'm going to say it every <laughs> single time to remind people whose favorite yes. part of the show it is. All right, let's see what we got going on here today. Should I read the first one or you want to go? Baby, it's up to you. What do you want to do? Thanks. I'll take it away then. Y'all remember that from season two? What do you want to do? <laughs> Still ringing true to this day. All right, I'm 25. Oh, 25 was a good age. Mm-hmm. I'm 25 and I'm I've been married 25. to my... That part. <laughs> and I've been married to my husband for almost three years now. My husband is a few years older than me. Most girls my age might not want a man who's no, going. Want a man. Oh, my sorry. Might want a man who's going to spoil them with materialistic things. But for me, working two jobs, I'm okay with getting spoiled with non-materialistic things like coming home to a clean house or a massage from time to time. Getting those things from my husband is literally like pulling ears, or is it pulling teeth? I mean, you can pull anything. It's annoying. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't understand that supporting me can sometimes mean him helping me with keeping up with the house or doing things that require more than hitting send on cash app. I've been really turned off by the whole dynamic in our marriage. I have no one to turn to. Whoever I bring it up up to makes it seem like me wanting my husband to contribute to the household chores and things is not what a wife should be asking of her husband. Truth is, I'm always tired. I have a lot on my shoulders and no one gets it. With that being said, how do you guys do it? Do you want to answer her? Because you're a wife. I mean, I'm okay with a cash app from time to time. <laughs> yeah, you asked the wrong person cash about that. Cash app me. Venmo me. <laughs> Zell me. <laughs> um, but I know, I do understand like that sometimes it's a lot especially when it comes to maintaining the household and um that's not your love language sis like we've spoken about love languages in the past and maybe he's not fully aware of what your love language is it'll save him a lot of money in the long run but i think it's also the thoughtfulness that is taken out of the situation because it's easier to hit send on a cash app than it is to actually do manual labor in the house what I would suggest what I would suggest is take that money he cash app you sis and get you help get you a housekeeper get (laughs) you get you a get you a maid get you a chef get you a masseuse whatever it is that you need be like you know what since you can't seem to understand that this is something that I need and want um, and you may not want to actually do it and it's easier for you to just send the cash app. Use the cash up and find you some help. I feel like at this point in time, Deval and I have come to, we were just talking about this on the car line, picking up Jackson from school the other day. We are at a point in our life now where if there's certain tasks that we can outsource for to yes. make time for each other, yes. to make time for our children, yes. to make time for just downtime, 
ourselves, if it makes the workload that much easier and it's feasible and it's affordable for us, why not get that help so that way you have time on the back end to do the things you really want to do or the things that you need to do or have those self-care moments? Why not? You said everything. Did I? Yes, oh, I agree. Thanks. No, I really disagree. I feel like if you're both working, because it didn't say that he's at home and he doesn't work. Mm-hmm. She says that he works and he right. buys her gifts as a way to show his love. Right. It seemed as if they both work enough where if you can afford mm-hmm. to get some, ha- have someone help you outsource some tasks that you don't want to do at home, what's wrong with that? I think the idea yeah. of traditional gender roles has... It's, it's, it's gone. It's like dated. It's just gone. It, yes. Like Both men and women work. So if both men and women work, you can't just say to a woman, you got to be at home and cook. Or you can't say to a man, well, now you, since she's working, you got he works too. He works too, yeah. If both of y'all work and y'all mm-hmm. have extra funds, hire a cleaning lady. Yep. Order some food. I'm for it. Hire yeah. a chef. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And right. I mean, I don't want to sound like an elitist mm-hmm. because, you know, people say, well, when you have money, you can do things like that. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, no one is relegated to role responsibilities in a marriage. If right. you both work, mm-hmm. whatever you can do, whether you're going to pay to outsource it or y'all going to alternate back and forth to get it done, just do right. it so y'all have more time to spend together. And I mean, I she did say he's working, she's working two jobs, so he's cash having her money. So it's not like they're trying to like pull this money from you know a budget that they they don't they don't have. I feel you. That, that was you know, that was a great solution. If this is solution. extra money, where she's just like, man, well, I don't necessarily want something materialistic right now. I just need some help. Then pay for the help. go That's ahead and smart. pay for the help. That's why I didn't really have much to say because that really yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah. As opposed to arguing about right. who's going to do it. All right. right. Sometimes the extra... semantics of it all yeah. is just not even worth it. I have a friend who said that she wanted to um, hire a cleaning lady one time. Mm-hmm. Just tell her to come like once a month to mm-hmm. give like a deep clean she can mm-hmm. maintain throughout the month. But her husband was not comfortable with someone else being in the house. So, I mean, like anything, I feel like it's the same thing with us. We kind of vet somebody. You, you're in the house while they're cleaning, you know, a couple yeah. times until you develop a relationship with the person. Um, some people are just very personal and they just don't want people in their, in their space, space I which that. I get too. But see if you can find something that works for you guys. And I think that will be probably end of a lot yes. of this, um, a lot of the issues here because that's what we do. If it's something that we can get help with, we're not afraid to ask. Yeah, if finances are not an issue, mm-hmm. hire someone. Yeah. Outsource the help. Yeah, exactly. Like just, it doesn't have to be a chef yeah. every night. It could be. Yeah, you know, those couple nights where you just tired. Like, you just tired, so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. What do you want? That's we do it. that. Either that or we order food. Like that's a fact. Nobody feel like cooking. <laughs> or it's gonna like be uh, uh, breakfast for dinner. <laughs> that's the easiest. thing. That's the easiest thing. Sometimes easiest I'm like, thing. you know what? Let me go make some waffles real quick. <laughs> Call it a day. Good luck to y'all. All right, number two. My wife and I have been together since 2005, and we're both from a small Mississippi town. We are a military family who lives in Alaska, and as you can guess, no friends. Despite what people may think, being military doesn't mean you have a ton of friends and family. Not to mention, it's COVID outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been married for seven years now, but been together basically our whole life. I just got finished watching your episode on monogamy, expectations, and bro. You have no idea how much... My life mirrors yours aside from the football career, but alpha male speaking, I hope that makes sense. The thing is, I'll go without intimacy of any kind for peace. Uh, for my wife to be happy, I'll suffer in peace. I understand that. We have two small kids, ages three and seven. I get it. She's tired. She works. She's a great mom. She does everything right in my eyes. And that's in bold, oh, in bold letters. letters. Yes. Great mom. She does everything right in my eyes. I thought I almost... Although I almost agree with everything, let's be honest, she's going to be right at the end of the day anyway. So yeah, I give in and agree with everything just to keep the peace. My point is behind closed doors when it's no kids, when you're all alone and it's only you thinking of yourself in your head, what is your mental like? 
to calm frustration? How do you free your mind? Yes, I work out. I have other things I can do to stay busy. But how do you mentally decompress and go into a state of instant reboot when you know you're right a lot of the times and you know you're a good dad or husband? Um, well, he was talking right to you. Right to you. This guy wants some advice. Well, here's, this, is, this is the thing. First of all, I'm going to just apply this to pregnancy, right? <laughs> when, when, you in, when you're pregnant, you just don't want to upset your wife spiritually or emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of time just yesing mm-hmm. and then screaming into a pillow or just like breathing heavily <laughs> on my own. Or getting a drink. Just, or getting a drink <laughs> just to avoid debating or arguing so that you don't feel bad. Okay. Because there's two lives at stake here. Right. But let's that's talk just about pregnancy. Yeah. But that's just mm-hmm. a pregnancy. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. But when she's not pregnant, <laughs> okay, you have every right to demand what you want and what you need in life, just like a woman has every right. They always say, happy wife, happy life. And men are supposed to just bow down and say yes to whatever their wife wants. No fucking way. It is a two-way street. Men are entitled to get the peace they want and deserve out of life, just like women are. I, I, there's, as much as when my wife is pregnant and I try to make sure she's happy, I expect the same from her if we're in this together. We did a whole podcast about serving your partner. Yes. When you choose to get married, you don't get married for what you can gain. You get married for what you can give to someone else. You choose that this person I want to be of service to. That's not a husband is supposed to be of service to their wife all the time thing. And a wife is supposed to be of service to them all the time and the other one don't have to do nothing. No, you both have to. So what you should constantly do, and it's not an easy thing because this took us years to figure out, mm-hmm. is learn how to communicate your needs and your wants. And hopefully your wife will prove over time that she's in this marriage to be of, as of service as you clearly sound like you are yes. to her. He, he sounds very, like he's of yes, service it sounds like a very This is a very positive yes. you know, note that he's sending here. Yes. And I think that sometimes, you know, as wives, we need to get our, a foot on our neck every now and again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not in the physical I know what you mean in the physical sense, sense yeah. but not in the physical sense. But yeah, sometimes we need that, that pressure, that discussion to be had, that uncomfortable conversation, that moment to be like, man, I'm dropping the ball, or that moment to be like, damn, like I'm not holding up to my end of the bargain, or there's a deficit. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not quite adequate quit right now and I think we need that so that's something like like you said we've had to just kind of work on over time yes. um, I think it comes with maturity as well too it seems like they've been married for what did she say yeah, together 2000 so they've been together for a minute, a minute been married yeah. for seven years they got two um, small and I know kids. how it is sometimes too when you have the small kids and you get into the monotony of life and you mm-hmm. come and you go and things just get into a routine mm-hmm. um, so that refocusing is very necessary so I think yeah uh, hopefully you and your wife are having these conversations if you're not try to find a way to do it because I don't feel like anybody man or woman should be suffering in silence in a relationship that's my see that was my thing too like that's and that's been like the stigma about marriage for men for a long time which is why women say all the time why are men so afraid of marriage the stigma is that when you get married you have to suffer in silence for the rest of your life so your wife could be happy happy wife happy life Mm -hmm. who's gonna sign up for that if that's the reality of marriage right Nobody. No, that's true. Nobody that's wants true, to deal with that. Because usually when it, when it, women say, oh my God, I'm getting married, I'm engaged, women celebrate and they jump for joy and we high five each other yep. and we twerk together. And then and when, when men, men say it, it's just like, ah, bro. Damn. Damn. Why? Why? Why, Why would you now? do that? You, you sure? You sure you're ready? That's exactly you sure? what you hear. You know? Don't but, let... but it's because of all of those stigmas. Yeah. And yeah. it's the idea that there's no accountability for wives, which I think is not true. The good women that I know who are good wives... 
are accountable to themselves and they hold their husbands accountable, which means men have the same responsibility as women to constantly be of service. Mm -hmm. So, for example, this this one doesn't pertain to them because he clearly states that he does what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. He'll keep his peace. But there are some men who expect their wives to do all of these things who don't continue to put coins in the bank throughout the marriage. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it's not like women are supposed to do all these things and you as a man don't have to do anything. Right. Together. Like, it's a collective thing. And I think people need to understand that from both sides. So hopefully if you follow us, you realize that accountability is huge in this house. Yep. Accountability accountability ain't one size. Accountability and service. Those are the two things that we we talk about the most. So Yes. And we've definitely seen stark changes since we've been employing that. So, and what I see, he asked a question. He said, "How do you free your mind?" He said, "Yes, I work out and do other things like that." To oh yeah, stay what are busy. your escapes? So, well, we since we're you know we're dealing with the pregnancy thing. My my escapes are working out. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a ton of movies. You know, I'm always studying. I, I want to be a gr- a great actor. I'm working on that. So, I focus on myself a lot in order to see, okay, with this time and this energy, how can I be better? Right. As opposed to soaking about what I can't get, right. especially while you're pregnant, because mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do in this moment. So you kind of see this as like so, downtime for you to kind of just reinvest in yourself? Yeah, reinvest in myself and yeah. focus on myself. Like there's no day loss. Every day you wake up, you make a decision if you're going to be better or worse. Like you don't ever stay the same. Mm-hmm. If you do nothing, you get worse. If you work towards something, you get better. So I just make decisions to get better. Your vices can't become your escapes right. as a man. A lot of times it happens. And those vices can become alcohol, strip club, other women, um, even video games, things that take you away from your reality because that's your way to just ignore what's wrong. You don't want to ignore what's wrong. Mm-hmm. What, what you should really do as a man is say, listen, baby, partner, I would like for us to move in this direction. I want us to move there collectively. I don't want to constantly have to separate myself to avoid from killing you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because that's ultimately what happens. Some people become sociopaths mm-hmm. and, and, and they're psychotic. They're like, my wife is crazy. She won't do this, but I'm going to be happy. So you know what I'm going to do to be happy? I'm going to just work out every single day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to start drinking. Then I'm going to start going this. And before you know it, you're like, what happened to this what guy? Happened to him? Yeah. And it's like he kept looking for his peace elsewhere when, when realistically he wanted his peace in his, in his home. In his home, yeah. And his wife. So. Or peace can be internal. Yes, his peace can be internal. Mm-hmm. He should always seek peace internally first. Because you only accept peace from someone else if you found peace at first. But he seems like a real peaceful guy. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like he's, he's here do, trying to do the right thing. He says so. he works out. He says he understands that everything she does is right. Great mom. And he understands she's tired. But at the same time, you yes. do want. It's fair for him to say, well, what about me too, though? Yes. 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 So. And if it was the other way around, I could see that too. Absolutely. All right, y'all. These are two really good letters. So if you're looking to be featured... As one of our listener letters, y'all know what to do. Email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Moment of truth time. So when it comes to changes, particularly physical changes and things like that, I've just kind of learned at this point that this is all temporary or it can be temporary or it can be permanent depending on the person. But for me, I feel like if you make this, this is a temporary situation for you where you know that you're going to be devoting your, your time, your energy, your Mm. body, everything to a new life. Just knowing that there's a way to then get back. And for some people it's not as easy for some people. You're not back to where you were 
pre-baby, especially if it's like a first baby and you have so many changes mm-hmm. that happen. But knowing that it, it gets better over time, you know, it gets better over time. And I always say, if it didn't get better, then everybody would be single children. Like nobody <laughs> right. would have siblings. Right, <laughs> There'd right, be no right, such right. things as brothers and sisters if the trauma was that bad. And as a woman, particularly who does go through childbirth and labor and delivery and pregnancy, there has to be that investment or that reinvestment in yourself post-baby for sure. Yes. Because you kind of owe it to yourself to get mm-hmm. back to that so you can feel like yourself again. So many women say, I lost myself after having a baby. I don't know who I am or I'm just so devoted to my child that mm-hmm. now I don't know who I am or my spouse doesn't know who I am. And I think mm-hmm. your spouse deserves to have who they fell in love with mm-hmm. um, or if it's your partner or mm-hmm. whoever the person may be to you. Mm-hmm. They deserve to have the person who they fell in love with. And I think that when you have the support, it makes it that much easier to get back to who you were pre-baby. So the changes are temporary. Better days are going to come. We we definitely are in alignment. I, I wanted to say the same thing, speaking to all of the gentlemen who are going through this, who have questions. You fell in love with that woman before she got pregnant and that's how you want her, right? If you say that out loud, They'll tell you that you're shallow or you're selfish, but it's okay to want the person that you fell in love with. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you also have a responsibility to help her through that process get there. It's not enough for you to say, well, I want you to get back to the way you was. And then you just sit back and be like, well, go ahead and do it. Right. And that process doesn't start right after the baby. Mm -hmm. That process starts at conception. Mm -hmm. You know, the minute the minute you speak life into into wanting a child, you got to know at that point as a man, you have to help that woman through the first trimester, second trimester, third, labor, and the get back process. And mm-hmm. there's so many simple things you can do, especially just, just walking with them. You know, a physical touch helps us a lot. It me does. rubbing your stomach, mm-hmm. me giving you back rub up your shoulders has mm-hmm. helped you a lot with the physical changes. So mm-hmm. gentlemen, if you want your wife back and, and you can tell that she wants to be where she was and them physical changes are, are jumping on her back, it's your responsibility <laughs> to, to carry her and them changes. So Now be careful with jumping on your back when you're pregnant because I heard that you can get pregnant while you're pregnant. I forgot what the term is called. There's a term for it? Yes, there's a term called people have gotten pregnant while they're pregnant. There's a term oh, for man. it. Oh, if God, please, like that, I know. please, because I can't even imagine you being <laughs> pregnant twice. Oh, Lord. Extend, extended pregnancy. <laughs> that would be insanity. <laughs> so be sure to follow us, y'all, on social media at Deadass the Podcast. I'm Kadeen, I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, yes. and subscribe. Deadass. Deadass, y'all. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated near body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 